Hello and welcome to On Your Mark Get Set Review. We know you've been sick and tired of seeing these best of lists, and that's why we're still going on way into 2015, way past your level of tolerance for this garbage. For this year, this list, 2015's first list of the year, we have the best of podcast top 10. Why 10? Why podcast? Why not ask you? We have two guests for today. We have the illustrious Sammy. Thank you for joining us today, Sammy. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. What is your favorite hobby? Um, probably. Thank you, Sammy. Will, thank you. Our next <laughs> illustrious <laughs> guest joining us. Hello, Andrew. Well, where do you like taking strolls? Uh, I like to go through the park. No, no. Where do you like to take Corey's stroll? Uh, I'm not aware. Thank you, Will. Great job. <laughs> uh, now, Lady and Germ, Will, we have made an elaborate list of our top tens that was in no way rushed, poorly thought out, or just ill-conceived. Have we not? We have. Yeah. I don't even remember the, what the answer to that should have been. All right, let's begin. Will, number 10. Yep. Uh, uh, Will, number 10, just lay it on us. Uh, let's see, uh, my number 10. Uh, how about the uh, the premiere episode of the Thin White Dudes podcast, in which uh, we had a lot of awkward conversation. Oh, great. That's a humble brag I've ever seen one myself. <laughs> That's not, not even a brag. Let's not even discuss it, because it's not worth mentioning. That podcast is dead to me. <laughs> Sammy, your number 10. My number 10 is um, the Book Riot podcast, which is the podcast hosted by the editors of the Book Riot blog um, that is a weekly news show. Um, and the, my favorite episode was number 50, where they did uh, recommendations for summer reading, mostly because they read one of my emails on that one. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> I wrote that down because I'm always looking for new podcasts to get into. Yep. So you're just talking about new books and whatnot? Or yeah, it's great. Um, they talk about, basically the idea is they talk about all the news that's kind of in the literary world. So, you know, the Amazon Hachette war that was going on and anything that's going on in the publishing world. And then also new books for that week. And it's been really helpful to me as a reader and as somebody who likes to give books as gifts um so yeah do they cover the lesser known books comic books um they they have another podcast that's associated with them called panels that is a comic book podcast so 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 they don't deem uh comic books worthy as literature and 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 well who does really (laughs) well actually they off to be talked about in a lesser known podcast <laughs> book riot used to be like used to try to have comics and then it got to be so much content that they created panels which yeah is a separate block i could see why yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i mean this about taking one continuity in one book and just think about that for your life <laughs> that is gonna yeah. make your brain explode exactly exactly so but it's a it's a great oh. podcast and it's funny so <laughs> um what was moon knight's origin uh. <laughs> Uh, my number 10 podcast was a little old classic I like to call WTF with Mark Maron. Uh I think we this is really doesn't need to go without saying everyone knows what WTF is. It's Mark Maron interviewing someone. And I, I always feel like himself. yeah, I always feel like kind of gets bad rep 
Uh, but you look at the list of interviewees he's had this year, it's crazy. And one interview I think stands out the most, which was with the amazing Jonathan. And it's just kind of an interview that's filled with pathos. It's very sad, very funny too, where he's kind of near his last legs. He also interviewed Sam Simon, which is another, but they both kind of feel alive. Great stuff. I'm not going to say anything else. Great stuff. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you can't say anything that Podmas hasn't. You know, I don't know what else you can say with WTF that hasn't been said before about anything. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. Uh, listened to uh, what the fuck uh, for like. I actually whoa, 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 language, please. <laughs> <laughs> I determined the other night I haven't listened to uh, it since uh, a Jeffrey Tambor episode, which was like 250 oh, episodes. That episode ago. is so funny. That was Jeez. a great episode, though. He is that such is a, a funny episode. guy. And I love how Mark didn't catch on. He was fucking with him like in the first like first five <laughs> ten minutes, and it's so obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a great episode of WTF is the RuPaul episode. I have to give a, sh- give a shout out to RuPaul because that was a delightfully weird and awesome episode. Well, when you listen to that, RuPaul this is from this year, from this year too, right? I think it was this year. Yeah, I think it was in April, if I remember right. All right, good. I guess I'll get it then. <laughs> he, I mean, he has the paywall too, but I mean, it still has a whole list of episodes from this year, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy. Well, you're number nine. A real uh, number nine, please. Number nine. Uh, number nine? <laughs> uh, my number nine uh, this year nine? was a, a, a podcast that was not uh, prolific. In fact, there was, uh, I believe, two episodes last year. Uh, Analyze Fish. Uh, uh, that goes into my HM on roll mentions. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's sad that there are not more episodes of Analyze Fish. Its, it's mantle is kind of taken up by another show. Uh, this year, but um, coming back, it was interesting to, on this episode, finally experience what they got into in the Hollywood Bowl. And that was too. my most anticipated episode for the longest time. Yeah. Just waiting for that one to drop. And uh, they get into uh, why it's taken so long, and also uh, some stuff about Harris Wills' uh, personal life. Um, <laughs> it's not as funny as the first. It's it's interesting. It's, don't think it's a failure. I just don't think it's as good. No, yeah, it's it's not. It was satisfying enough, yeah. but you know, it's hard to live up to. It's a maze, bro. It's the fucking maze. You're never gonna get out of the fucking maze, bro. Yeah, I think there are some diminishing returns. Uh, actually, the other episode where they covered the the new Fish album, Fuego, was... Oh, is a great return to form. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny, and... Wombat! It, it, I could really do either one of these, but... Yeah, Scott, yeah, listening to Wombat is one of my favorite moments of the year. <laughs> but, Get uh, that, Wombat! <laughs> you know the Fish TV show with Abe Vagoda? Oh my god. <laughs> You had me, Harris. You had me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Is, I love that yeah. so much. Yeah, it's still, you know, hopefully there'll be more episodes in the future. Uh, all right. Uh, should we get an honorable mentions, too? Because I didn't realize that when we got to Analyze Fish. Does anyone list, let's just throw out our honorable mentions in there. Like, horrible babies being thrown for the slaughter. <laughs> okay, hold on. Honorable mentions. Uh, I'll throw out a Nerdette podcast. It's an NPR baby that 
I really like, but I don't think they've quite hit their stride yet. Ooh. I'm going to throw out uh, Super Ego. It's hard for me to put it on the list right now because only three episodes this year. It's been amazing. Listen to each mm-hmm. episode like three times, but I mean, it's only three episodes. It's hard to put it up in there yet. Right. I also like to listen uh, to a uh, bunch of the Wolf Pop shows. Very young, but a lot of them are really great. Lauren Malton's mm-hmm. good. Uh, Denzel Washington's greatest actor alive, period's great. <laughs> <sighs> Very long and wieldy title, though, but I remember it. Yep. I was there too. Matt Goy's podcast, also great. And I'm just going to say a bunch of names. My Dumb Friends, Mates, Affirmation Nation, Norm MacDonald, and with special guest Lauren Lockus. Uh, I, I I guess I could put some of my uh, podcasts that I haven't really been keeping up with into the honorable mention. Um, Never Not Funny uh, became a free podcast last year, and that's a pretty funny show. Uh, Great I've not really been keeping up with it, but uh, oh, there was... <laughs> Actually, you know, I probably should have put on there. There was an episode with Todd Glass, and there's a part where he's oh, reading, the nature box ad. To an ad for the nature <laughs> fox, and it's probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard on on podcast. Great bit, yeah. Uh, and uh, I there were some. I, I was, I guess, I was listening to a lot of the Judge John Hodman podcast last year, but I kind of dropped off on on that one. Um, it's still good, but. I don't know. I got a little tired we'll, of this. We'll get to the category later. We'll have a show you drop this year later on. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. I can get into that. This is where you get to rant and rave all you want. <laughs> Sammy, awesome. your number nine, please. My number nine is number uh, nine. Sex Nerd Sandra, uh, which is a great uh, sex education podcast uh, by a... It's on the Nerdist Network, I know, um, by uh, Sandra Doherty. Uh, she is somebody who's very, very bright and happy and talks really easily about everything. They kind of cover, there was a whole episode about fisting, uh, last month that was <laughs> mostly giggly and weird. And, um, so they talk about all kinds of things. Um, but my favorite episodes, I have two this year is, uh, Life with Boobs by Rachel Butera and where she's talking to Rachel Butera about having big boobs and uh, Married Sex with Jackie Cation uh, where she was talking pretty frankly about um, a lot of things that I think are kind of hard to talk about but in a way that was really funny and entertaining and I've learned a lot from Sex Nerd Sandra as a sex educator and it's pretty great I think everybody should listen to it Great wreck Yeah I've added it to my list <laughs> Uh Mine, number nine, is another new podcast that came out this year. It was the X-Files Files with mm. Camille Nanjandi. Did I say that right? Nan- I always can say his name, last name right, and I can't say it because I've been drinking. I'm sorry, Camille. You're awesome. Uh, there's a lot of shows right now that are going around that kind of going through all these TV shows and analyzing them. Uh, I think Camille does it the best right now, where he's got this kind of great little setup where he goes and talks about the episode with his guests. And they've all been pretty great. Even Devin Ferrici, who is a horrible person who I hate <laughs> and I can't stand at all. But he's really entertaining on this podcast for some reason. Uh, it's the cool male magic. It's the cool male magic. He's, you just feel it throw for you. Great use of words. Uh, Beautiful. <laughs> just like cool male. Uh, uh, the episode I listed this year, though, was uh, Aubrey and Resi- Resistible. Oh, my God. A lot of tongue-tying words. 
I was with uh, a special guest who uh, produced the X-Files sequel, I Want to Believe. And he just had these great views on the show and all this backdoor knowledge. And it was just so insightful. And that's what I love about his podcast now, where he's getting all these high-profile guests now. He's got uh, Glenn Morgan, who he's interviewing, which is oh, wow. crazy. Yeah. I mean, that is a huge get, talking to Glenn Morgan. And when he gets Darren Morgan, I'm going to shit my pants because yeah, that that's my greatest hope that he gets him for uh, Jose uh, Chung's From Out of Space, which is my favorite episode of television of all time. And it's so great watching the show with the podcast or even just listening to the podcast because it's just so informative, entertaining. Great show. Listen to it. Haven't seen X-Files? Eh, maybe do it. <laughs> cool. Watch the X-Files. Mm, nah. You don't have to. No, no. You got it. <laughs> no, I like that style. So you should watch it. Uh, number eight, Will. Um, oh, I could also uh, want to shove in my honorable mentions. Uh, we had your chance. We all were talking God. about it. I just remembered, though. <laughs> uh, there's a Scott Ackerman episode of Go Bayside, which is extremely funny. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what, was, what was the chemical they're talking about? B2H? <laughs> I can't remember, but what I do remember from that episode is... Uh, him talking about how he he just kind of realized on the episode that he was maybe molested by his acting teacher when he was a kid. Oh my god! And it's it's disturbing, but it's funny. I'm gonna uh, listen to that again. Wasn't there another PFT episode of that this year too for Go Bayside? Uh, oh, uh, I think so. Oh, they see two shots and scream. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll throw that into my HMs too. Yep. H and M's. Uh, it was show, show no longer running, so R.I.P. Yeah. B.I.H. Um, my number eight <laughs> is a podcast that I picked up pretty recently called The Worst Idea of All Time. And it's uh, it's a ho- uh, show hosted by these two guys from New Zealand. And uh, every week for the entire year, they've been watching Grown Ups 2. And it's just uh, really funny to hear them vastly or oscillate between being kind of optimistic and certain weeks where they'll just be completely crushed into the ground by uh, <laughs> the movie. It, it can kind of vary. Um, I can't remember the name of the episode, but I think my favorite one was one episode where uh, it ended and right before it ended, uh, one of the hosts was talking about how he felt about the show and uh, if, if he, w- he was recalling someone asking him if he liked doing the show anymore and he was like, I, I just don't know. And I just hear this kind of <laughs> despair in his voice. And it's, it's really funny. I know that feeling sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Sammy, you hear number eight, please? All right. Um, well, my number eight is a um, maximum fun show called Lady to Lady. Uh, it has uh, the hosts are. Barbara Gray, Tess Barker, and Brandy Posey, who are all three uh, stand-up comedians in L.A. Um, three ladies, they usually have a lady guest, and um, my favorite episode of this year was episode 69, The Mamas and the Mamas. Uh, it kind of has everything that's good about Lady to Lady, because um, Barbara Gray is kind of her role in the friend group is she's kind of the hot mess and she's trying to figure out hobbies outside of hooking up with dudes so she brings this list of weird hobbies one of which includes iced tea (laughs) 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 which apparently iced tea is a hobby um 
and uh, they all kind of give each other shit. There's some, um, you know, uh, like improv characters that that come in, and also every segment that they do has its own theme song, and it's a delight and kind of grating sometimes. <laughs> um, so I would definitely recommend looking into Lady to Lady. It's a fun show. Lady to Lady. How do you spell that? Um, lady number two, L- lady. A- <laughs> U- K. K. Yeah, there you go. All right. Good. I'm not, I, got, I got L-U-K to L-U-A-L. Yep, yep. That's You'll it. find it. You'll find it. Good work. All right. <laughs> Great job. Uh, my number eight this year was Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, I think is the name. It's a complicated name. It's got five words in it. It's four more than I can recognize. Uh, but it's also kind of a different interview show where it's a lot more informal than a normal interview show is. Like Mark Maron's, you know, informal too. There's a lot of that are kind of getting kind of formal, kind of button up. Is where you kind of let you, you let your hair down, unbutton your shirt, have a cocktail or two, and just have fun. Yeah. Uh, the episode I listed this year though was for Danny Aiello, who you know from uh, Do the Right Thing as the pizza shop owner. Oh, awesome. That guy has led an amazing life. There's a story where he's on the highway and some guy is hitting him from behind. His wife or kids are in the car with him, by the way. So uh, he has the car pull over in the middle of the highway, Newark, on the bridge, and he beats shit out of the guy. Wow. <laughs> it is an amazing story. I don't want to say anything more because there's so much to it. <laughs> this guy is an amazing guy. Uh, what what voice does uh, um, Gilbert Gottfried employ on the podcast? It's a lot less... Uh, what's the word I want to use? Grating? Screeching, as uh, <laughs> as is like stand-up voice. It's more uh, normal-ish. Hmm. But it doesn't feel like it's normal. I don't know if it is his normal speaking voice, because I heard his normal speaking voice before. Yeah, and it's totally different. Yeah, it's like a bit of a mixture between his normal speaking voice and the screeching voice. Mm. He has a very loud laugh uh, for warning, but I find it very enjoyable, <laughs> unlike Jeff Garland's laugh, which I found charming at first. Then as I heard it through the whole Will Ferrell episode where he just kept laughing, I'm like, fuck this guy, I never want to hear him laugh again. <laughs> can't really um, blame him, though. <laughs> it's the worst laugh that I can't fucking stand it. All right, that ends the number eights, the terrible eights. Well, your number seven of the year of our Lord, 2014. Uh, my number seven is the Dana Gould Hour. Jesus Christ. <laughs> praise, praise <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Dana Gould is a, a comedian who, uh, he wrote for The Simpsons, but he wrote for The Simpsons post-season nine. Uh, the good, the golden years. <laughs> I, yes. I, he has a real reputation as being a great uh, comedian, and his his show is really uh, punchy. It's it's pretty much just uh, well, a lot of it is him just kind of talking with his friends, and it's kind of nicely edited because there's not a lot of slow bits, and he has a lot of kind of esoteric knowledge which he'll kind of uh, expound upon in, in certain kind of solo segments of the show. Um, I couldn't exactly pick a, a particular episode that I liked more than the others. Um, okay, so you failed. <laughs> uh, uh, you did exactly what I told you not to do. There, there wasn't a, there, there. Well, there was an interesting episode where he had um, a, a transgendered guest on, where they talked about a lot of interesting things. Um, 
but his it, he he's an interesting guy and it's an interesting podcast and it's not uh i don't know it's a little something different than, than what i'd feel like a little subdued yeah i mean it's it's pretty funny but it's, it's good how funny it's pretty funny all right <laughs> ringing endorsement from well sammy pretty funny you're number seven Okay, um, my number seven is uh, The Dork Forest by Jackie Cation. Uh, she's been hosting The Dork Forest for a little bit more than ten years now. And I know not everybody's a huge fan of her stand-up, but I think she's a great interviewer. Um, oh, she's on Douglas Movies, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So people people I know don't, don't love her stand-up or don't love her, like in the context of, you know, comedy shows, but she is a great interviewer. Um, she's very Midwestern, and I find kind of the her turns of phrase very delightful. And Basically, the idea of the Dork Forest is she invites a guest on, and they just talk to her about something that they love that's, like, really esoteric and weird. Um, and they don't necessarily have to be an expert on this thing, but it helps. Um my favorite episode of this year is episode 251 uh, with Eddie Pepitone. Um, he's talking about hockey, and Eddie Pepitone's great. And he goes on this side tangent about um, procedural cop shows and how disgusting it is that we all glory in death all the time. And uh, I just, I love Eddie Pepitone uh, when you get him going, and she does a really good job of interviewing him. So I love Eddie Pepitone, too. Yeah. There's something about that guy's voice, but it puts me to sleep every time in the best way possible. <laughs> That's he awesome. He's a really soothing voice. It's yeah. weird he to does. say about that about Eddie Pepitone, but it's just so soothing. Yeah. I'm also pretty sure he showed up in that uh, Dead Offers podcast episode with, uh, what's his name? Andrew Daly and uh, the other guy. I'm so Good. sure that was him yes. in the audience. I'm so sure. It, it sounded just like was. him. Yes. He's a, He's a, a frequent guest laugh. on the Dana Gould Hour. Oh. Ooh. Oh, crossover. Another another thing to recommend. Well, my next uh, list on my podcast list <laughs> has nothing to do with either of those two. It has no crossover appeal. Uh, my number seven was The Flop House. Woo! Uh, a little known podcast you might have heard of about three bad dudes who make one bad two podcasts about bad movies. Uh, this year, I don't think they had as good as a year they did last year. I like this year a lot, mainly for my favorite podcasts from them that came out this year, Robocop, which had the greatest character of this year that has ever happened. Uh, Sleepy Dan, who <laughs> is the greatest thing ever, is basically Dan who's had too much cough medicine or something and is just leaping through most of the podcast in this horrible days, making these really weird jokes and throwing everyone kind of off the rhythm in the best way possible, <laughs> where everyone's not knowing what to expect from Dan, and he's just throwing these great jokes out. It's just a wonderful, confusing hour. I loved every minute of it. And I hope Dan gets sick again. Near death, hopefully, yeah. I wish to bring this podcast fun. back because that was yeah. my favorite hour. I I agree. We need to get Dan sick at least like once every other month. Give him pneumonia. <laughs> it's like a treat. Yeah, because <laughs> he could great. at least make him drink a lot of cough medicine. <laughs> That's good too. That'll work. Throw down his gullet. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's for art. <laughs> well, you're number six. 
my number six is Stop Podcasting Yourself, which is a uh, Vancouver-based uh, podcast uh, hosted by two... Uh, well, one of them's not really a comedian anymore, but uh, it's just a funny chat show. And uh, my favorite episode this year was uh, episode 349, and it had uh, John Doerr on it. And uh, on this episode, John Doerr read from a, uh, a, a journal of his from when he was a teenager, and he read some poetry <laughs> that he read back then. Do you remember the poetry, what it said? Uh, well, the, the poem was called, uh, I Wish I Was a Meadow. <laughs> and there is a great bit where he's trying to read it and uh dave who's one of the hosts is playing along uh on guitar and he keeps fucking it up and it is so incredibly funny my favorite story uh, for john door on stop is when he farted into the microphone and he broke the microphone <laughs> yeah <laughs> Every time he's on the show, something seems to happen. There was an episode where... <laughs> well, maybe I won't go into that. But it's pretty funny. <laughs> There's an episode where something happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I still love that. Party into the microphone and breaking it. John Doerr is... I, I wish John Doerr had his own podcast. He's a really funny guy. Stop John Doering yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy, you're number six. Uh, my number six is another non-comedy podcast. Sorry, I'm all over the place. That um, is called A Tiny Sense of Accomplishment. It's a brand new podcast started, I think, this summer. Um, and it's on the Infinite Guest Network. And it's hosted by two writers, Sherman Alexi and Jess Walter. Um, and they, basically the idea is just about like the process of creating art and um it's funny and it's uh they're both really funny writers so they read something they're working on um the episode i recommend is actually the first episode because it has my favorite uh short story that either of them share which is a story by that jess uh jess is working on called cheston and it's about a nihilist three-year-old who like drinks scotch and like tells his parents to go fuck him themselves oh. and like burns like blows up the soccer field and like punches a kid in the middle of soccer and just has no code of morals at all and um they they interview other artists about their processes and it's really good if you're someone like me who likes to write or likes to make something but is usually kind of stuck uh it's kind of nice to know that people who have made it like sherman alexi mm -hmm. also get stuck so yeah, I've always I, I really always like enjoy it. when I hear Sherman Alexi on the radio. I, I might check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really funny. All right. Uh, number six for me was Improv for Humans, which, coincidence enough, we have a special guest who was on Improv for Humans right here with us. Will was on an episode with Matt Besser himself. Mm -hmm. Matt Besser, <laughs> uh, Adam Pally, John Camberling, okay. and uh, Gil Ozeri. Uh, wow, that was a great. That's a really star-studded app too. When you think about it, yeah, yeah, it was a really that's funny crazy. episode too. You held your own, though. I have to say, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not so sure about that, but it is a very. You do not get Matt to attack you, or back. <laughs> you never got. You didn't get you to back down, which is the best that, part. That is true. You cannot say that for yeah. for some other <laughs> callers. <laughs> you do not look like an idiot when you talk to him. That's the best thing. Which. Can't say for a lot of them. Mm. My favorite episode this year was at the end of the year, actually, 
which is a three-parter, but I'm going to list the last episode, These Fat Crackers, which was one of the funniest episodes I've heard all year, where everything kind of came to head. They basically had a whole narrative structure uh, around these five characters who live in the same apartment building. And it all kind of came to head where they all kind of discovered who their characters were through all this improv of each other. And everyone just kind of figured out everything perfectly for the last episode. And it's just one of the funniest episodes I've heard all year. And I was just dying every time. The time traveling elevator. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It's time traveling elevators. It's so funny. I can't recommend it. I don't want to even say anything else about it. It's just so funny. And (laughs) speaking of John Gambling, he's amazing here. Mm -hmm. Ugh. And Eugene Cordero is so perfect as this kind of straight manish guy. Yeah. Who's also weird in a way. And uh, yeah, I think Stephanie Allen, she was playing a character who was very uptight. Yeah. It was also and it's funny. so funny. <laughs> it's weird because you think it's hard to make those characters funny. When you have someone really talented working on it, you can do great things with it. Mm-hmm. So that's what Improv for Humans is great is bringing a voice to the always talented people who don't really get enough work as they should. Yeah. So, God bless you, Matt Messer. You're doing God's work. Uh, before we get to your number five, well, uh, I want to talk about a subcategory this year. Shows you dropped this year. That you dropped like a fucking rock. Uh, I want to go first and say the Indoor Kids. After I praised the name of Kumail Nanjani before, didn't mess up his name this time. Uh, it's hard. It's I like Emily a lot. Emily Gordon. But it's just become so intermediable, and it's not about video games anymore. It's now just about them kind of talking and gabbing. And now the intro has become almost as long as the actual show, and it's ridiculous. I don't know if they even think about what the show is about anymore. It's just like, send it. You guys don't care anymore. Just move on. It's time to let it die. I also dropped the Indoor Kids this year. It's not not good. (laughs) When did you realize this is it for me? Right. I I think I was at the point where I was I was listening to an episode and I fa- wanted to fast forward through the intro. Yes. And I kept fast forwarding and I had been fast forwarding and it was it's like 20 like minutes, minutes in. and they're still talking about host couture and I was like I don't find this joke funny anymore. <laughs> it's like just them finding private jokes in a lie sense cute yeah, to them exactly. but it's just like, it's like it's not fun for everybody else. It's like, yes, you're cute and you're married. Go be cute and married yeah. off mic, please. Yeah. That'd be great. It's like, at least be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny to you guys, I understand. It's just like, it's hard to complain about it because it's funny to them, but it's like, it's not funny to us. Right. Yeah. And you do have an audience and you have to yeah. consider your audience. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's fun when you share your audience. It can be funny in a way. But it's when it's just done over and over again, and it's just become a bunch of in-jokes to you and yourself, and it's like, what are you doing? Right. Uh, what were any shows you dropped this year? Um, well, I, I I didn't really drop many out of, like, spite. Um, well, I don't think I, we dropped out of spite. We just didn't like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I have kind of stopped listening to uh, Judge John Hodgman. Um, I really like John Hodgman, and I think that most of his episodes he found a lot of in, in, very intelligent things to say but uh it could be you know it could really vary depending on the case brought before him and there were a lot of cases that were just kind of i don't know petty bullshit and stuff that could maybe just easily be solved 
uh, by the uh, the defendants and, and what have you. The defendants. I agree. <laughs> I I still listen to John Hodgman, but every now and then, like there was this there was this episode this year about Shetland ponies that just made me want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> but harsh um, criticism. Yeah. Uh, Sammy, were there any other podcasts you dropped this year? Because I kind um, of took that one. One of over. the one of the major podcasts that I dropped this year that I had a hard time. I really gave it the old college try, but I finally had to drop was Girl on Guy with Aisha Tyler. And mm. I hate to say that, but it was just she's she's a good interviewer to a point, but she starts to take the the reins of the interview because she always wants to talk about the hustle of being an artist uh-huh. and she always leads the conversation in kind of the same way so you're hearing all of these interesting people saying the same things over and over and over again mm-hmm. i tried getting into it i just couldn't get into it yeah yeah, yeah I, I had that like kind of a waste that initial impression where she was just holding the reins way too much during uh, her interviews and i i mean i've liked her on on other things and, and right. stuff she seems kind of cool but i don't know not not a great um you know, if you say not, like, uh, yeah. not all Mark Maron leads yeah. interviews sometimes, but not not to that extent. Where Mark Maron will always lead interview to a certain place if he's with a Saturday Night Live cast member. You all know where that's going every fucking time. <laughs> right. What, what's Lord Mike? <laughs> Has Lord ever talked to you about me? <laughs> talked about me. Or what's your dad like? <laughs> or you getting any gigs lately? <laughs> Ugh. He is. I love Mark, but he has so many fucking sane traits yeah. over and over again. Yes. Where once he gets over that, and you go, okay, we're getting the good questions now. Yep. I think it's his fucking dark places, which is like I can forgive him for all the same questions we can ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I think that's good for our shows we dropped this year. Fuck the indoor kids. So. Fuck John Judge Hodgman. <laughs> Fuck guy and girl. We already discussed it. They're all terrible podcasts. Don't listen to them. Whoa, what's your number five? Fuck the people who make them. Uh, my number five is also is uh, well not also. <laughs> my number five is Improv for Humans. Uh, one of yours. Um, my favorite episode this year, I think, was the 420 special. Oh. Which, <laughs> so it's not uh, not exactly the greatest display of you know kind of improv uh, improv feats. Yeah, but it's just so stupidly funny because they're all pretty high and they're all kind of like eating <laughs> nature box. <laughs> yeah, they're like you can just kind of picture them just reaching their hands in and grabbing handfuls of food. <laughs> I'm glad was, I listened to it and I'm still laughing thinking about that. Yeah. Uh, one of the sketches on there it was it's something about the the Elder Scrolls and how like someone <laughs> had yeah. bought the Elder Scrolls game thinking that it would lead to some <laughs> prophecy or whatever and it's it's really it goes through crazy so fast yeah there's also I want to mention the Atlanta sketch from this year which is the funniest oh my sketch yeah. I listened to this year and it's the funniest thing yeah where it's where you think the sketch is over halfway through mm-hmm. but all of a sudden matt besser goes and then they continue floating to the city of atlantis <laughs> yeah and it just starts the whole sketch so, over again it's so brilliant how stupid it is. <laughs> yeah oh uh, sammy you're number five uh, my number five is uh, Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia. It's on uh, Feral Audio, and it is hosted by Allie Ward and Georgia, Georgia Hardstark, who are 
if you ever watched the cooking channel, they're the real pretty girls who wear like uh, retro clothes and talk on unique sweets. Um, they're both really funny people, and basically the premise of the podcast is that they have a teepee set up in Allie's living room, and they <laughs> sit in the teepee in their pajamas and have like a slumber party, and they ask the same set of questions um, to their guests every every week, but it's it's always kind of come brings up different things. And one thing I really like about it is that everybody tells a ghost story. <laughs> and the reason I chose this one was uh, number 32, Jackie O'Lashes Johnson, who's just their friend um, who is at the UCB in LA. And um, she had the creepiest ghost story I've heard on the podcast. So, mm-hmm. and it's she's spooky. It's very spooky. Super spook. Is it about so. a ghost? Yes. <laughs> Boogans. <laughs> so, yeah. Great app. Uh, my number five this year was a little known podcast, the podcast that could serial. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Serial's great. I don't know what I could say about this podcast. I like eating cereal too. Uh, no, it's S E R I A L. Oh. And no, I didn't have to think about that for several seconds. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot tonight. Perfect. Uh, but uh, so many fucking think pieces about this, and like, uh, is cereal racist or is cereal uh, is it doing any good? It's like, shut the fuck up. Enjoy the podcast for what it is. Uh, yeah. Why I enjoyed listening about it is it's basically just about. I mean, the main point is, you know, the faultiness of memory. Uh, the judicial system at large, where there's so many things that fall through the crack that could have helped Adnan's case. It feels a lot like the Zodiac podcast in a way, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, Zodiac. If you haven't seen this little-known Fincher movie, go ahead and see it. Yeah, and it, you know, it's not the... Like, it's not the first podcast to do a thing where they try to tell a story in order, but I think it's the first podcast to do it in a way that's really compelling and successful. Yeah. Uh, I also think a big help to it was the music, which was fantastic. Yeah, the whole, the the whole thing. Great. The music was great. I want a whole soundtrack of that because it's dun, 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 dun. <laughs> It's kind of yeah. weird. It's dark in a way, but it's kind of light in the same way, too. It's not yeah, like... It's like yeah. happy and creepy at the same yeah. time. It's great. Oh, I love that podcast so much. <laughs> uh, I picked... I don't know what episode this is. I just picked a random episode. Inconsistencies. Fuck, yeah. I know. I think this episode before they go on the route, which is really interesting, but I don't think it was the best. I think this was about uh, them finally telling what Jay said and what Jay's girlfriend Stephanie said. Mm-hmm. And that also comes into mind, you know, the falsities of memory. Are they telling the truth? Are they not? Is this what they really remember? Is it? And it was right. really interesting. So, Serial, if you're one of the few people who have not listened to this podcast somehow, go ahead and do it, you idiot. Yeah, the only reason Serial is not on my list is because I knew it was going to be on Andrew's yeah. list, so uh, I didn't want to repeat. Well, that insult was not directed at you, by the way, but you are an idiot for different reasons. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead, piece of shit. <laughs> you had not prompted me. I'm sorry, uh, number four. Yeah, my, my number four is The Flophouse. Uh, Ooh, I, I didn't really... Uh, started listening to the Flophouse until this year, and I. Uh, why did you get into it? Well, why don't you explain it to the audience? 
uh, I, I don't know. It just kind of came to me out of thin air. The inspiration. Well, okay, let me explain to you what happened. Even though you already know. I want to hear this story. Uh, I went and visited Will in Portland earlier this year in August. Uh, and we're just sitting around shooting the shit. Drinking. <laughs> Andrew was probably yeah. verbally abusing me. <laughs> drinking booze, smoking cigars, you know, the cool life. We're living the life like an entourage. Everyone's having a great time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, Will, listen to this. So I put on uh, this one clip from the flop house. Where Stuart reacts very strangely to the ending of the movie Mirrors with uh, disbelief. Where he goes, wait, what? Come on. And Will and I, cigars in hand, booze in the other hand, are doubled over laughing. Just crying ourselves from laughing so hard. I've heard it before, but seeing Will cry from laughing so hard was making me laugh really hard. I, I was laughing pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, at one point listened to like a very early episode, uh, which is very different from what the show would kind of turn into. Uh, but based on that, I did not continue listening. I had the same but, problem too. I listened to maybe the Green Lantern episode, and I'm like, this fucking Ellie guy's annoying. Fuck this show. Click out, exit forever. I- <laughs> I think it was mostly the audio quality that had turned me off uh, back in the day. Um, also, they didn't have Elliot on in the episodes I had listened to. Oh, really? Interesting. Oh, yeah. Wow. They had a, a Simon or whatever that guy was. Fuck Simon. I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, when Andrew came up here, we also listened to the episode uh, Walking with Dinosaurs. Which also didn't have Elliot. Oh, that's a great episode. Yeah. It was It was funny, though. Yeah. Very but, funny. So, yeah, so I, I, I dove in and I listened to all the episodes. Um, I, I'll, I'll piggyback on uh, Andrew's choice and say that RoboCop was maybe my favorite. I think it was just like uh, Dan being so sick threw Elliot and Stuart off so much. <laughs> it, it was just funny for what he was saying and how they reacted to it. So what we're all saying is great up. Yeah. Great, great up. All right. <laughs> Sammy, you're number four. Are we on number four, right? Yes, we are on number four. Uh, my number four is uh, similar to the Flophouse. It's uh, called Read It and Weep. Um, and actually, my favorite episode of the year is the episode called The Truth About Charlie, which had Stuart Wellington on it as a guest. Um, Read It and Weep is great because they will talk about I. They'll talk about a book. A TV show or a movie so you get a wide range of bad things and they have kind of a panel uh, they do a compliment sandwich uh, where each person has to come up with so their major compliment their problems with the movie and then they have to end on a minor compliment and they're kind of sketches instead of commercials uh, they kind of make their ads sketches and I just think it's a really fun show it's fast talking and it's got a lot of variety, so I really like it. I'll give that. I always been meaning to give that a listen to. Yeah. But you kind of saw me when they made their sketches to ads. That's funny. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. funny. Yeah, that is always the best way of doing an ad. Yeah. <laughs> right, where Scott Ackerman's ads are so kind of. I don't know what. How do you call it? Like uh, over. Uh, yeah, he puts like. Yeah kind of a fake enthusiasm yeah, into it. That makes it so much fun. Yeah. I yeah, still have not yeah. forgotten B O N O B O S dot com for Betty Fingy Men's clothes. Close. Yeah. <laughs> Never win the post office again. Stamps.com. That's awesome. 
We actually made a category for best. Uh, actually, this segues nice in my number four, which is uh, comedy bang exclamation point bang exclamation point. Which Classic. it's hard to say if it's that. I don't know if it had less of a good year. But you look over the episode list and you realize, like, wow, there's a lot of fucking gold in these episodes. And I don't know if it's because it's my taste changing or if it's not the show, but it's like, I still love it. So, you know, it's literally the first broadcast I got into. Yeah. And it kind of changed my life for the worse. Uh, the episode I listed this year is probably my favorite character. Uh, it's Mr. Wampler's, uh, Marissa Wampler's. Six Flags 17th Birthday Spectacular Party, mm-hmm. which I don't think is a title, but it's around that title. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because for the introduction of my favorite character of the year, which was Dabney, yeah. which is the worst character ever made by Scott Hockerman, <laughs> who can't do character work at all. And then Jason Mizuka is coming at a character hard to attack Scott's character, and it's so, so great. great. It's like, where are you from, Dabney? I'm from, I'm from every 50 states. I have an accent. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, uh, and Comedy and Bangman just works really well because Scott's a great host. And he's up for anything, which makes it so much fun. Yeah, he's you know, come a long way. Yeah, My favorite episode, this my favorite moment this year, I should say, was from the episode with John Gabris and uh, the fuck are the names? Uh, the directors from uh, Bug and Movie and 22 Jump Street. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Chris Miller. And Chris Miller and uh, Phil Lord, yeah. where they had the show. Plugs theme, which was a thre- uh, the Friends theme repeated over and oh over again yeah. for over two minutes long, and it's the hardest <laughs> I've ever laughed this year, because I love it, because it's just such an exhalation of hilarity, because like, after the first two or three times, like, is this continuing? And then two times later, you start to get it, and you hear everyone sort of kind of giggling in the background. And then it becomes less and less funny. And then finally, after eighth, ninth, or tenth time, it becomes super hilarious. And you just hear everyone laughing. And then after twelfth time, it becomes super funny again. And then thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifth time, it starts playing over and over again. You realize this is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was the greatest roller coaster of laughs I had this year. That's amazing. Well, maybe second greatest. We'll get to the greatest. Number one. Number one. Well, your number three of the year. Uh, my number three is the Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Project. That was my was... number two, you asshole. <laughs> uh, a, a extremely funny show. Uh, long in the in the waiting um, for Andy Daly to get his own podcast and, and do his own thing. Um, there were, I'd say, most of the episodes were really strong, but there were a couple that were not. What were the ones you had the problems with? I had problems with uh, uh, probably the Danny Mahoney one. I like that uh, one a lot. It's the one, the fitness one, I think. Yeah, that, that's fitness. Oh, uh, Bill Carter, trainer to the stars, seeking stars. Um, and I thought, yeah, the Don Demo- or Don Demello one was yeah. good and bad. <laughs> I don't know. I think it but got great. Favorite- it got good when uh, Wampler came on. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, it, it kind of injection into the <laughs> Don DeMello mythos. <laughs> uh, but my favorite episode was probably everyone's favorite episode, which is The Travel Bug with August Lent. Mine too. Is so many people doing really bad German accents. <laughs> and it, it just has a lot of really funny tangents. And uh, when he's like talking to 
his wife uh, on the phone. Uh, she's left him, and and this guy is kind of Ooh, taking over. Ooh, papa. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just. <laughs> it's hard to explain. But well, it's... I really want to. Get, Sammy, did you listen to this too? Mm-mm. Uh, I just want to get into some bits here because it's my favorite. Where Matt Besser says the greatest rough line, and no one really laughs or reacts to it. Where he just goes, mine. And there's like this really long pause, and he goes, comp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like anything. So, like, yes, mine comp is a word. There it is. <laughs> and no one really reacts to it. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and there's also where uh, H.R. Giger refers to women as scare bags. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. And there's and there, don't they talk like about uh, like a, a sentient garbage can? Yes, at Disneyland, Disneyland which is my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Andy Daly goes, my girl was talking. He kind of drops character for like a little bit. He goes, my little girl was going around Disneyland talking to all the garbage cans. Because <laughs> yeah. she thought all of them would talk to her back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I gotta listen to that one again. It's definitely—I don't know if it's my favorite or my second favorite. It's really hard mm-hmm. to tell if that. It's number one, top two can change. It's so good. Yeah, the Dalton Wilcox episode was also really strong. Yeah. Sammy, really, you should listen to it. It's really, it's really funny. Like, yeah, bar none. yeah. I feel I feel like out of the loop because I don't listen to like most of the podcasts that you guys listed, mm-hmm. but. I have some work to do. Well, I like that we kind of have a very versatile list. Most of us, yeah. yes. we never have. We don't yeah. have that much crossover, except for me and Will. It's very like two F shows, maybe three shows. <laughs> Is it three yep. shows, Will? Uh, we only did two yeah. shows so far, haven't we? Two shows so far. Yeah, two two. But I'm pretty sure our number ones are gonna be the same. Mm-hmm. Sammy, oh, your my turn. Number three of the year. Forever. My number three of the year is uh, Throwing Shade, uh, which is a Maximum Fun podcast, which is hosted by uh, Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson. Uh, Brian is a gay man, and Aaron Gibson is a feminist, and they talk about... Um, Brian will talk about something that happened in the news were for gays and for ladies you know then she talks about what happened for ladies and they are both extremely deadpan and extremely irreverent and they kind of only halfway read the articles on the news that they're reporting so um, they're just kind of um completely over the top and i think um i've been listening to the podcast for a couple years and i think that this year they really found their structure they kind of changed things a little bit um they hit their stride um my favorite episode this year is um episode 138 uh which just the the titles of the show aren't very exciting so um but they were talking about something that happened at this etiquette school called Freddie Bell Jones, and it became this big bit where they were like, what if you named your kid Freddie Bell Jones? And then it all ended up being like, Freddie Bell Jones! Freddie Bell Jones! For about 30 minutes of them pretty much just saying Freddie Bell Jones to each other. Um, and it has become their sign-off, and I love kind of finding the origins of those kind of bits. So that's a great up. Great up. Great up. All right. My number three this year was We Hate Movies, which had probably the best year they've ever had. They've really grown as a podcast, I think. And this year was phenomenal. 
You look at their list of the shows they had this year, it is crazy. That's why my favorite was a tie uh, between Mortal Kombat and Hard Target. Hard Target, mainly because before Brimley comes back with a vengeance, and it's one of the funniest <laughs> they've ever done in boy. Oh, my God. When <laughs> they have a little bit where they go, uh, Wilford, you're not going to like the director who's coming on. <laughs> he just screams, what? And they keep making it greater and greater when they go. It zooms out to Earth, and you just hear, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh and then Mortal Kombat for their Christopher Lambert impersonation and laugh, where they describe all the things going on in Mortal Kombat, like, hey, I can't do Christopher <laughs> Lambert. Where they go, you feeling mighty hungry? Well, come to Sub Zero Shop. You be, no, uh, Scorpion's uh, Barbecue. You'll be seeing, get over here. <laughs> it was. I guess can't really stress how much we hate movies as growing as a podcast. I've been listening to this for about three, four years now. Probably three is a better guesstimate. And it's just amazing how much they've grown from this little podcast to this well machine where they're able to make all these great jokes, great tangents, great impersonations. I uh, can't stress it enough. Great show. And great apps. Listen to them all. <laughs> well, you're number... Two of the year, forever. My number two is comedy. Bang bang. Oh great, we have four episodes. We have four shows this year. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yep. Uh, comedy bang bang is. I, I I would have to say now it's probably my second favorite podcast. Um, Ooh, I I think. Show uh, <laughs> <Total> in paradise. <laughs> um, it, it's I don't know. It's just funny. Funny show. I uh, like all the guests and uh, hosts. Scott, I can make me laugh. It's real funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, it makes I you think... feel good. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Uh, I think there was a point where the formula of comedy bang bang was kind of maybe wearing on me a little bit. And I think it might have been early last year where they were just. they They. Well, they basically they were playing Would You Rather a lot, and yeah. I feel like they needed to take a break from that, and they they kind of have. They really have retired that game almost. It's very rarely that game ever comes back into play, which is miss. I miss it now. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was good to take a, a break, and they've been able to have a lot. They have a lot of the same guests on a lot, but they've been seems like they've been doing more things. Like Branch Paul Tompkins is doing more characters that are just doing their you know the same thing over and like Lauren Lapkus and uh, uh, PFC yeah. introduced two new characters this year didn't he uh, Prime Minister and JFW uh, Stillwater uh, and uh, one more as I will <laughs> debut on my pick uh, which is oh, wow. 289 The Exorcism of Cake Boss uh, <laughs> where he, he uh, what was his name Father Robert Persimony yeah. which is a uh, an exorcist and he he, he he is trying to exercise uh the spirit of hr geeger from uh cake boss cake and uh, uh this is matt Gurley's first appearance on the show um surprisingly enough. enough uh he is a very 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 funny guy and uh <laughs> this episode i don't know it was just really funny they all had really great kind of chemistry and they they built this kind of story a uh, really funny story, really well, and uh, I don't know they all work together like a well-oiled machine. Great description. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, this year at Comedy Bang, we had uh, what's his name? Um, Dane Cook. 
Huh? Dane Cook? <laughs> if Eric <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the guy, the Metalocalypse guy, the home movies. Oh, fantastic. And he kind of took over this year. Tiny and Victor are my favorite characters this yeah, year. He's on a ton of episodes, and he is a great addition of the show. And yeah. Awesome. Brendan Small. Leave him alone. <laughs> Our, uh, when they're doing their, their fake podcast, it's probably one of my favorite moments of Prodigy campaign <laughs> yes. this year. Where they have the doctor come on and his voice is all muffled. Uh, I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't believe this. Uh, I love that voice so much. He did so great in home movies. I'm so glad he brought it back for uh, coming back. Mm-hmm. Sandy, you are number two of the year. 2014. My number. Of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise him. Praise him. Our number two. Um, my number two podcast is kind of, I don't know. I don't know. This might be a little controversial because they were on hiatus uh, for a, almost half of the year. Um, controversial. We don't want that gad here now. Controversy. Gad here. No, it's just um, gad here. Okay. Okay. Exit, I'll leave. <laughs> okay. So um, my number two is The Bugle, uh, which is hosted by John Oliver and Andy Zaltzman. Johnny They've been doing it forever, and they are so fucking funny every single time. Um, it's, uh, it's basically a satire news show. It's a tight 30 minutes. Um, and I really, I, I really like how they were able to, they took their first break ever in making the podcast, um, this year with John Oliver making his show last week tonight, which is also awesome. I know we're not talking about TV, but. Yeah, it's not allowed. You'd be um, good at gunpoint yeah. to do that. No TV, no TV. Um. But they kind of, they hit their stride right back, and they're so um, great together, and really dry, satirical humor. There's, um, there's pretty much, there's, there's only, they only laugh at each other, but they, they don't break character at all when they're, when they're going, and I just, I think it's just a really, uh, I love listening to a podcast where you can tell the people just have a really good chemistry and just know what the hell they're doing. Um, so... My favorite episode of the year is number 257, which is called Dance Floor Diplomacy. Uh, It was in January. It was... I don't remember anything about it, but I remember that that was one where I was in... I was in my cubicle at work, and I was, like, crying from laughter and, like, suppressing it. (laughs) So, yeah. Dance Floor Diplomacy, 257, The Bugle. Listen to it. I used to listen to The Bugle a lot a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and I dropped it for who knows why, because it's a yeah. really funny show, and it was a great way to kind of get a lot more of John Oliver than you would kind of get if you watched uh, The Daily Show. And, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed it whenever... Week uh, yeah, he, you can, yeah, you get kind of, you know, the same, or a similar, you know, uh, uh, form of John Oliver on Last Week Tonight. Great I really enjoyed on, on the show uh, whenever uh, Andy Zaltzman would uh, make puns, and he would yes. just kind of carry on and on. He could really stretch them into several minutes, and each of them was <laughs> like <laughs> uh, worse than the last. Yeah, uh, Andy Zaltzman is a pun master. Yeah, he, really funny guy. And it was Thanks, also guys. interesting to hear a comedy show about world news that wasn't just America-centric. Yeah, exactly. And they, they're... Uh, Actually, they had a they had an episode recently about 
Um, I guess China made puns illegal. I didn't really <laughs> read on that story. Um, and there was just this whole this whole bit where Andy's in China and he keeps he just can't stop making puns and he's like, awesome. "Fuck!" It's it's great. <laughs> All right, great job, great show. Uh, my number two, I already said before, is the Andy Daily Podcast Pile Project, but I think we said a great deal about that enough. I'll just reiterate: great show. Andy Daly is probably one of the funniest people out there. If you don't listen to the show, you're an idiot. And fuck you. <laughs> Not including you, Sammy. You're cool in my book. Cool. Well, you're an idiot for different reasons, even though you listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, before we get to cracking open wide, our number ones, uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about podcasts here? Any trends? Any interesting tidbits? Tidbits? Kajud bits. Uh, I kind of wish I did. Uh, I don't know. Okay, then shut up, Mo. I I think uh, you know, bringing it back to serial. I think I think this is a year where podcasts, was with the help of serial, kind of have come closer to the mainstream, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this medium continues. It's very funny to see everyone's reaction. Who came back before serial? Everyone's reaction going. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, thank God, Serial is here to legitimize all our podcasts now. <laughs> right. We're finally, right, exactly. we finally made it, everybody. Yeah. That was very funny. So, um, yes. Jimmy Pardo I, has I, taken extreme exception to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on this, but. I haven't listened to Serial, but uh, I, I guess I could comment on thinking uh, how, how people were accusing it as being kind of murder porn, almost, where mm-hmm. like people were kind of getting the... Uh, maybe being a little too uh, into this story, this China true crime story, but mm. you can't really blame the podcast for that because if you were doing like a piece of long form journalism and like yeah. a newspaper week by week, you wouldn't say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, like, would you say the same thing about Zodiac? It's very glamorized the entire merge in that movie. Yeah, it's, essentially, it's just showing you the track by track of what happened, the facts of the case. There's nothing about. Uh, serial that glamorized anything in the case. Then we go, wow, this is so exotic. This is so much fun. Aren't we yeah. learning so much about this murder? Oh, this is so fucking hot. Oh, great podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I had a phase where I watched those like Discovery ID channel forever. You know, all the murder porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I don't, I don't think serial has the serial doesn't have the same. Um, spirit as those shows because those shows kind of um, really cast these real life people into good and evil and I think Serial uh, humanizes everybody involved. Yeah exactly there's no one who's ever demonized. Right and I think that's that's really important and I you know there have been follow up interviews with Jay where his story is completely different. What a surprise. And yeah, and he uh, he says all this stuff about how he thinks that Sarah Koenig demonized him, and I don't think that's the case at all. And I think he got that interview with that people because they were so disparate for like, oh my god, we got Jake. People are actually come <laughs> yeah. visit our shitty website now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, what is this website? It's such a puff piece where it's like, yeah, this uh, ridiculous, yep. terrible, terrible interview. Whoever interviewed uh, Jay, fuck you, you. Are not a journalist. You are a garbage person. Yeah, and and I just I don't think you can you can't hold the podcast responsible for the fact that Reddit got a hold of it and went 
fucking crazy. Let's not forget Reddit also uh, <laughs> caught the identity of the Boston uh, bomber wrong yes. for so long and almost ruined someone's yep. life. So Reddit, yep. maybe stay away from investigating things ever, you bunch of fucking morons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are so close to being the next 4chan. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. They're getting well, the next how, How's our Reddit page doing, by the way? What's that? How's our Reddit page doing? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, lots, lots of uh, disturbing content on our Reddit page. Well, I don't remember for it, and I don't care for it. <laughs> All right, well, you're number one of the year. Murray, you can't I, take I, this back. <laughs> this is definite. This is, this is legally binding. You can't change it, or else you'll be executed by guillotine. By myself. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I will take that, that risk. And I will say that my number one podcast of the year is Risk. Is you- <laughs> risk. <laughs> uh, uh, my number one is you talking you two to me. What a coincidence! It's my favorite podcast of the year too. Who could have thunk? <laughs> what? It, it is my favorite podcast of the year, and maybe my favorite podcast of all time. Uh, I always really enjoyed when Adam Scott would pop up on Comedy Bang Bang, and he just has. I don't know. He's just a funny person, and I'm really glad they were able to kind of distill. He and Scott were able to distill their chemistry by just appearing on this show as themselves, by themselves. Um, I, I don't know. It's just been really. It, it's really <laughs> weird how perfectly they are of each other. They're so in line with each other's humor, mm-hmm. and they play with each other so well. It's amazing. I haven't yeah. seen a duo this perfect in so long in a comedy format. Yeah, they are the Laurel and Hardy of the podcast age, <laughs> the Abbott and Costello of our times. Um, I like. I mean, I like, and, and I mean a lot. Of, so much of the podcast is just non-YouTube bullshit. And my maybe my favorite episode is Octune Baby, uh, which is the episode where they don't even talk about the album so, at all. Well, you had to say as a question, by the way, it has to be Octune Baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, and, and just like by the end how they're just kind of in awe that they didn't even talk <laughs> it's so amazing Adam's guy's the best reaction though which is ask everything so incredulously like are you serious we haven't talked about them for a whole hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, that, that would uh, maybe be my favorite but I, I, my, what I wrote down was episode 16 which is the commentary special which is a pretty guest heavy episode but it's like the episode where they play the first episode of the podcast the and podcast. kind of lower the level so they can talk over it. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's you get that great so episode, crazy you get in a perfect way. And it has my favorite joke where Harris comes back on and he goes, Hey, it's me, terrorist, terrorist whittles. <laughs> Harris, terrorist whittles. We thought you were dead. <laughs> yeah. B-I-H. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite episode from that was, uh, Stained Glass, which had my favorite joke of the year, which was where Scott tried to play him a U2 song, and he has to guess it, where Scott plays everything but a U2 song. Where he plays... My favorite part was when he plays Sledgehammer, and Todd Glass legitimately <laughs> yeah. is confused and can't think if this is U2 or not. <laughs> and it's just... Oh, no! No, sorry. My favorite part was where he plays an, a Fat Boy song. And he thinks it's you too. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think this is him. I don't think this is Bono. 
I think my favorite part of the bit is when he plays the Cheers theme song. <laughs> oh my god! He just gonna hear him re- kind of in the moment realizing what it is. <laughs> I remember when uh, Todd Glass reveals he has reverb for everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Arwen Todd Glass can't get the idea through his head with this podcast about like you you're the glass <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like he didn't even know what they're referring to as being glass <laughs> oh my god I love that episode so much well, I also loved in the episode where they they kind of were talking about other stuff for so long and yet managed to actually cram in reviewing that album by Stained um, in the end, somehow. <laughs> and then where Todd goes, Mama, help me get off the roof. I'm <laughs> yeah. coming down. Ever <laughs> uh, he says, Mama, and then also this says, Mama. Oh my God, I love this episode so much. Uh, I could just talk about you talking to you two for ages. It's just a perfect podcast to me. Mm-hmm. It has my. F- I need to go back and finish it. There's a, I've listened to like a, three episodes of it and I need to go back. There's a joke I always say where it's like, you know what my greatest nightmare is? Where I'm in a hammock having Hamas in Hamas and then I spill some Hamas on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest joke of all time. <laughs> it's just so funny. Alright, so those are number ones for the year. Meanwhile, Sammy, what's your number one? My number one, uh, I'm, I'm throwing this number one, this podcast, I'm throwing this a bone because they just got started in October and I feel like they have been fantastic and (laughs) I feel like, uh, they have really hit their stride. I keep saying hit, hit their stride. Hit their stride. Um, they've hit their stride and that podcast is... Gilmore Guys. It is a podcast hosted by um, Kevin Porter and Demi, last name unpronounceable. Um, oh, last name Demi Moore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there are two, uh, two dudes in their 20s who are at the UCB, and Kevin is a super mega fan of Gilmore Girls and uh, Demi has never seen Gilmore Girls before and they are going through and watching Gilmore Girls episode by episode. Well, this sounds like and our podcast. It is, <laughs> um, and it is so great um, because Kevin gets really excited and he's like a really excited and emotional person so he'll be like this part made me cry and I was freaking out and Demi was like I thought it was kind of stupid and for me (laughs) (laughs) and for me as a as a Gilmore Girls fan uh it's it's just it's really enjoyable and they put a lot of hard work into it um Kevin makes a super cut of all of the um pop culture references in each episode for every episode oh, and they do this uh and they do this two times a, a week and so uh they've just put an unbelievable amount of work into it uh, a couple weeks ago they were the number one comedy podcast on itunes Whoa. and they totally deserve it um so i just got to give a shout out to gilmore guys and uh i, well, clearly I say favorite episode <laughs> my favorite episode is uh, the pilot, just because um, you can hear Demi 
who's the one who's has never seen Gilmore Girls before, who's kind of beginning to regret his decision to make this podcast. Like you can hear it in his voice because like, oh, Kevin no. is freaking out and so excited about the first episode of this show, and Demi's just kind of like, "It was good," <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so it's it's great. Gilmore guys. That sounds funny. <laughs> yep. All right. So, our number one's in the year. You're talking you two to me and Gilmore guys. Listen to them if you dare. Motherfuckers. <laughs> R.A.P. Edward Herman. <laughs> B.I.H. Oh, I know. All right. Uh, I guess that's it for our podcast. Anyone else want to say anything else before we get into the real meat of the show? The games? Uh, I should say I, game. I only have one game. <laughs> podcasts are great they are despite having listening to fewer uh, episodes of podcasts last year they still may be among my favorite uh, uh, entertainment media they are the new radio mm-hmm. and yeah. by radio I mean they don't suck they're great because radio sucks my yep. ass especially radio like sucks. yeah I mean you know talk radio not not trying to apply you know talk radio to NPR has anyone ever listened radio. to the morning zoo radio people ever yeah God, the shows yeah. are just so fucking awful. They're like fifty, sixty-year-olds who like have like so much edgy shit. Whereas like they're just being misogynist <laughs> and sexist as possible. Yes, and exactly. And the worst people imaginable. Like, hey, girls, why don't you take your top off? Yeah, Tom like is <laughs> in the morning. Do 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 do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in the uh, in in Denver, there is a morning zoo radio show called The Locker Room Boys. Oh no, that's that's so horrible! <laughs> it's on like the metal station. It's like the worst thing in every possible. We have something called Paul and Young Rung in the morning. You can just imagine how it sounds like. It sounds like a David Crossberry where he goes. He talks about the names. He has like a normal name, and then you have someone crazy named like the Cougar. Then you got Steve and yeah. the Cougar. Yeah, we used to have Lewis and Floorwax. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Morning Zoo people, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Find a real profession. Yeah, you pieces of shit. <laughs> we do, we work and we still podcast. Eat my asshole, motherfuckers. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of assholes, let's move on to games. Woo! Today's. I just realized how like masturbatory this is. We're on a podcast talking about podcasts. Yeah, I know. I know. Who cares? <laughs> what are they gonna say? No one. No one's listening. To... Listen, anyone who we listed in our top ten is never listening to our podcast. It does not matter. Yeah. This is really for exactly. our own enjoyment. Uh, sorry for interrupting, Andrew. Please. Go. Hashtag Dan, listen to this, please. Uh, this category is called Inside Baseball's Asshole. Uh, the reason why is because this is a list of all bad movie podcasts, but with a little bit of a lemon twist, I've thrown fake names into the list of bad movie podcasts. You will have to tell me which one is fake after I list all the names. Just list me a number of what you think is real and what you think is fake. If I okay. say, like, I think uh, eight is fake, I think five is fake. So just tell me what you think is fake. Okay. All right. Let's begin. The Flophouse. We Hate Movies. Comic Book and No-Nos. How Did This Get Made? Proudly Resents. Throne of Garbage. Bad Movie Fiends. 
Hate machine. Read it and weep. Too bad, too sad. Yeah, it's that bad. The Ethless Bad Movie Podcast. Movies used to be fun. Bad film diaries? Film sack. Ass party. Film school for idiots by idiots. All right. Well, how many do you think are fake? Uh, oh, I'm supposed to guess a number? Yes! Uh, oh, boy. Uh, sorry, I may not have been paying attention. Uh, <laughs> do I have to start all over again? I'll say, no, no, no. I'll, I'll make a guess. I won't make you do that. Listen, whoever wins it becomes the king or queen of podcasts for the year. <laughs> this is big. Yeah. This uh, is a really big deal, man. I'll say, like, uh, four. Great guess, idiot. Sammy, you can go higher or I'm lower? going to say, I'm going to go higher. I think it's five. All right. Whoever is closer wins, as we all know, that I explained this in the beginning, even though it did not. Price is right rules. Price is right rules. All right. Well, you were wrong, you fucking moron. It was <laughs> seven fake. Sammy, Seven. you are the queen of podcasts for 2014. No one can take this away from Yay. you, ever. You can Yay. slap him in the face, stab him in the chest. You are the queen of podcasts <laughs> for 2014 forever in perpetuity. Serotonin, eat your heart out. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's me. I, yep. I, I, I'm happy to not have the uh, great responsibility and, and weight of, of such a title. Wow, that's what losers say. Am I right, Sammy? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, Heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, everyone, thank you for joining me on an adventure of a lifetime. I feel like we've all grown as people. I feel I like do. I'm a more person. So I feel very close to both of you right now. This is the greatest moment of my life. You guys, you guys are my best friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The tears of my eyes. I But for real though, great ep, great guest. Say we'll have you back on the real podcast. I would love well, to be on the real podcast. This is a horrible diversion. I thought would be fun, and I realized it was a horrible mistake. <laughs> I, 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 let it be on the record that I advise Andrew that he could uh, stop doing these at any moment. I can't. I've already done movies. I've already done TV shows, music. You're too. Deep I'm half. You gotta... I'm like half in. I gotta go full in. Here's me, <laughs> Mike. I gotta go all the way in. That's how. That's yep. how I am, bro. You know how I roll. You know how I roll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. So thank you, Sammy, for joining us. As Thank I said, you so much for having problem, me. You were a delight to have. As I had great fun of you on the Talking Cast podcast. Yes, you were yes, host of the Talking Cast. We've had a great time on the Talking Cast, and I think we have a great uh, podcasting future. Together. Didn't you do an episode with uh, Sir Stuart Wellington? Yes, yes, I did. I did. I did two episodes with Stuart Wellington and Kevin Brady. Um, it was very enjoyable. Uh, the only downside is that Stuart did not have good enough of an internet connection to use video, so I didn't get to gaze uh, upon his handsome face for You think he would, uh, hour with a sweet flop out some money, you think he'd be wrong in the cash. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you have to plug? 
Oh, nothing? Uh, if you would like to reach us at On Your Mark Get Set Review, uh, you can find us at onyourmarkgetsetreview.wordpress.com. By the way, I have not us. been mentioning that at all from my episodes, just so you know. I've, I've been uh, inserting it. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I got a tag. I just paste it right in there. So you don't even have to do it now. You can just insert a tag in here because you ruined all the episodes with your dumb tag. <laughs> I, I like to do it live. Uh, uh, you can also uh, reach us at the thin white dudes at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and iTunes. Oh, you can also reach us at our secondary uh, email at thin white dudes 69 at gmail.com. Wow. <laughs> this seems to be your. That's, the, that's the after dark email, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Send when you have your scandalous questions, send it there. We'll read it on the air, the whole thing. Why? Why not? I ask you. Why not? I, I would like. Uh, yeah, we have not received a single piece of listener mail. And I wonder why. Since the inception of any of our podcasts. <laughs> well, one's a podcast, and one is. I don't. I don't know what you call it. What would you call it, Will? Wait. <laughs> We've only done podcasts. Is it, is it not an audio medium that you download? It is, but I just don't care for it people talking <laughs> uh, oh, i think so Andrew's don't referring to our old podcast yeah. uh, this podcast is real will one day uh, thrive again this podcast is legit <laughs> too legit to quit yes too legit <laughs> uh again thank you all for joining me well I, I know i give you garbage but going back to our old report it has been an extreme delight and i'm so glad we will never be apart no. again for a long time <laughs> I am very glad to be back on the show. Me too. Ah, oh, my God. Dark times. <laughs> I think I did like three or four apps without you, and it was like, I felt like I went to a horrible hole, and I could not get out. I'm like, uh, Will, Will, where are you, boy? Come. They were all good. Yeah. yeah lots of good guests. <laughs> I had good guests, but it's like, you can't replace Will. You're my center, bro. Uh, I feel very touched. Kisses. You are a mention. Very cute. It's fuck you. <laughs> Sammy. You'll be on the, as I said before, you'll be, you'll be on the main podcast for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So, uh, at, what, what is the podcast called again, Will? On your mark, get set, view. Right. Thank you. From that podcast, whatever it's called. Thank you for joining us. If you're still listening, go fuck yourself. <laughs> the end. The end. Goodbye. The end. Goodbye.